My name is Nathan Gold. I hail from the San Francisco Bay Area and travel around the world coaching thousands of people for high-stakes speaking opportunities, especially when you can't afford to miss. In today's show, let's go behind the closed door of a pitch coach session, where I help people communicate the value of what they're doing, why they're doing it, and why anyone should care. James is the founder and CEO of an AI-powered virtual assistant service called Concierge Bot. Let the pitch elevator begin. Have you ever arrived at a new destination away from home uh, for a conference or a business trip or a vacation and fumble through your phone looking for an agenda or an itinerary or an email address or a phone number and been frustrated. Well, ConciergeBot takes the pain away out of those experiences. So ConciergeBot is an always-on, 24-7, artificially intelligent virtual assistant. as uh, a white-labeled service for hotels, vacation rentals, and conferences. Uh, guests and, and attendees uh, have no need to download apps or create new logins. They just chat with ConciergeBot the way that they would a human assistant uh, via their favorite messaging channels such as SMS, WhatsApp, and Facebook Messenger. So it's a win-win for, for guests and travelers and also for uh, hosts and providers who uh, save time and don't have to spend the time uh, answering guests' repetitive questions or, or questions that, that have a single answer. And guests can get questions anytime they like in their, in their preferred format, in their preferred language. And uh, the hotels and conferences and vacation rentals can also provide their own branding and messaging, giving it that personal experience for the guests. So that's, that's my okay. pitch. So that ran one minute and 25 seconds. Oh, okay. Just uh, as, a, as a mark. It's just no wrong or right. It's mm-hmm. just that if you were on stage at a real conference and they had a 60-second clock going, you right. would have been cut off. But mm-hmm. either way, uh, you've given me enough to get me curious. Mm-hmm. So questions. Uh, sure. How long has this been around? Uh, just under two years. Under two years. And, and customers? Yes. Talk to me about that a little bit. So we have a we have a customer wonder and a with they uh, do they're like an Airbnb for business travelers, and so we've been working with them on user acceptance testing, and we have a a, a live pilot. We've piloted to about ninety of their guests, and we see sixty percent engagement rate over SMS and eighty nine percent over WhatsApp. So people are using it. They're asking questions about. Uh, when is check-in? Uh, how do I contact my host? They're giving feedback. Uh, we, we ping them throughout the trip to ask them how it's going. Uh, we get lots of information. And we've been escalating issues to their customer support team when those things come up. And uh, so that's, that's been going well. Uh, on the event side, we have uh, two customers. We have one that's a nonprofit that works with, uh, with, with students. And so we did an event pilot for them in April. And uh, we saw about a 33% engagement rate there. Uh, we have a bot that is that they're taking on the road that is providing information about a uh, program that they're, that they're doing where people, students apply. And so it's giving them information about the application and deadlines and links to the application. We also have another client uh, that's an academic institution. And we'll be launching uh, next month with a bot that will uh, do live polling. So during a panel discussion, 
uh, people will ask questions uh, via the bot, via text. They'll get a push notification saying it's time to send in your questions. The moderator will get those questions, uh, th those, those questions live, and they'll be able to ask the panel guests uh, during the during the uh, session real time. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll, so we also have a couple of other uh, features we'll be adding to that, such as a directory. So if you talk to someone interesting and you want, uh, maybe you forgot to ask their phone number or get their email address, you can uh, you can. You can ask the bot, and, and of course, it's an opt-in service, so you can either make that available to other attendees, or you can make that private. And so, uh, we've been seeing a lot of success, a lot of engagement with uh, with with people just asking these questions uh, when they want them. So, uh, it's been going well. In a timing way, you've hit on something that everybody's already doing these short, blasty, instant messaging mm -hmm. channels. And it sounds like you've really hit on a chord there with the ability to tap into the need for that information mm -hmm. in a timely way. Because I'm a traveler and I use TripIt all the time to get out there and I know exactly what's coming and where mm -hmm. we're going. But something like you're describing would be that that missing piece in my life, which is you know, now I need help or I need right. to find something. And having an application like yours or a bot like yours, mm -hmm. my, my question to you is you, you keep calling it a bot. Mm -hmm. That makes it a thing. Right. Doesn't it have a personality or a persona? I mean, do you have a, a name for it? Uh, so the my, my customers craft their own name. So oh. what I run is a platform, a you service. You did say a white label, did you? Yes. So what I really want is for every brand, every, every customer to come up with their own uh, personality, uh, with their own messaging. Because uh, you think about uh, the really big brands have their own language mm -hmm. and, and their own services and, and, and their own uh, products. And so I really want it to be personal to each uh, a business. And they feel like it's really their own uh, their own like uh, assistant, so it's like an, an ex like an extra employee. Mm. And how do people find out about you? Uh, so I have a website. Mm -hmm. uh, it's concierge dot bot. Uh, concierge dot concierge dot bot dot yes. bot. Yes, uh, we have uh, pages on uh, all the social media channels: uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. We're either under concierge bot or under AI concierge bot on Facebook and Twitter. Mm -hmm. And what's your biggest challenge today? Uh, biggest challenge, I think, is, well, one, just fixing all of the bugs, I think, because language is so divergent, and you have lots of different iterations, lots of different ways to, to ask the same question, so, so really capturing all of that is a challenge. I think that, I think for, for, any, for any chat or voice-based platform, I think when you think about the web, you have a form and somebody enters in their information, hits OK, we all know what happens there. And, and we're still sort of learning what, uh, what are the interfaces. So voice is your interface, and it's very, it's very open-ended. And so really programming for that, for voice or chat as an interface is, is a challenge. Mm -hmm. But I, I love language so, and, and, and communication, so I find those challenges fascinating. So we're just trying to get as many people using our platform so that we can get as many conversations and just make the platform, training it more intelligent and better able to answer you know, any version of any type of common question you would get for, for a travel or hospitality assistant. So with as many bots and, and bot platforms that are out there today, you know, we're hearing more and more mm -hmm. of this. Mm -hmm. Why are your customers gravitating towards you versus your competition? And I'm not looking for a we're better than them kind of thing. It's mm -hmm. like customers are smart people. They look at your competition. Mm -hmm. And if you have customers, to me, the most believable thing is the, the reasons your customers are using you. So unless it's your brother or your sister that's buying it at your customer, right, could right. you tell me why 
why your customers are using yours versus whatever's out. Sure, sure. So I think it comes down to just the experience that I bring. So I have a, I have a long experience in software engineering and product management. Uh, went to Stanford, studied computer science, uh, spent some time at uh, eBay, Expedia, Adobe, uh, working in software engineering and product management. And also I uh, have experience uh, as a vacation rental homeowner. I have owned a condo in Palm Springs that I rent on Airbnb. That's sort of the uh, inspiration for this product. So I have experience just answering guest questions over and over again or, or realizing that what guests want when they want to know where to go have a nice dinner or go to uh, do something for the day. They can look those things up on Yelp or Google, but they really want the owner's personal experience. So what I bring is that personal experience to to this virtual assistant. So uh, we get the information, the booking data from our from our customers. So that first communication, that first push you get says, hello, Nathan, already knows your name, already knows a little bit about your trip. So the more personal you can make it, the more connected you feel and the more likely you are to engage. Mm. And so really what we do is, uh, what I, I feel is important is, is making that those first touch points as personal as possible. Are you doing only voice or are you, do, are you also working with the new protocol of RCS? So we're... We're working mostly with with RCS, and and Good. we're also working with voice too. So of that's course. something that we're. Uh, it's, it's all it's, going back to voice. So going back to voice. Right? Yes, I mean that's where we started. That's where we're going back to. Absolutely, and 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 voice is definitely important as more of voice as it's quiet enough. Devices, right? <laughs> as adoption grows on yeah. voice, that's definitely something that we're we're extending. So so our platform, uh, we use Google Cloud technology that was built with the idea that that we will add voice mm. and and that that will be a seamless experience. So whether Beautiful. imagine you're in you're in your vacation home, your Airbnb and you're talking to Alexa about something that you want to do and then you get a text message and you are out and about, maybe you yeah. forget to uh, turn on the porch light and it's nighttime, you can ask. And it's all one conversation the way it would be with a real person. So you want someone who remembers everything you said. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then let's get to what I feel is the weakest point of sure. everything I've heard. Okay. Is your opening line okay. in your elevator pitch, okay. in your first pitch. It sounded a little bit common. Mm -hmm. It was a question mm -hmm. that, yeah, okay, a question is obviously a way that you engage an audience. Mm -hmm. But let's explore that for a moment. Sure. We have a couple of minutes, mm -hmm. and sometimes an epiphany will come from either you or me or maybe a listener about a new, a, a more engaging way that you can captivate my attention, mm -hmm. get me curious, wanting to know more. So let's go Repeat what you said in your first line or two. Let's go back there. So I said, have you ever had the experience of arriving at a new destination for a, a conference or a business trip or a vacation rental and been frustrated fumbling through your phone looking for information about your uh, okay. itinerary or agenda? Yeah. yeah. So what if I was thinking in my mind, I was thinking, well, what if I said no right now? Hmm. <laughs> right, and and right. somebody in the audience, not that they would probably be that important to your life, but mm -hmm. when it comes to these kinds of questions, I never want you to make the audience feel like a success or a failure okay. when you're asking them, well, mm -hmm. no, not me. I guess I'm out. I guess, nope, nope, that's not me. Mm. Or they, in their minds, take it on as a little, nope, that's not me. So do you have any other ways that you've toyed with that you try to engage or captivate somebody? Like you're in a... You're in a lift car like you used to come over here, mm -hmm. and you see that there's about 35 seconds left, and the person sitting next to you go, oh, my God, that is like somebody I need to meet. Mm -hmm. Like, 
after you know my name, what would you say to captivate my attention before you go into the details because you don't have much time to go into them anyway? I guess if I think about, when I think about the experiences that people who have used the product have had, we had somebody get locked out of their apartment late at night and they asked the bot, hey, I'm locked out. And so I think that we have the potential to to help people in, in those kinds of urgent situations. Maybe they don't happen that often when we're on a trip, but there is a time when you lose something or you forget something. Mm. And that's when that, that immediate always-on kind of uh, assistance can really solve that, that pain point in, in a succinct way. And maybe that is a more compelling uh, way to introduce the product. Could be. Mm-hmm. Could be. I, th- I think you're onto something there. Okay. I okay. think you, for me, you know, I was hearing this for the first time and I had no concept of what you were doing before you mm-hmm. came in here. It seems like the obvious thing is staring us in the face. Hmm. And I believe it's only half of that and it's, in the company name. Concierge. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a beautiful word. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows what a concierge is. Yes, that's why I chose it. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so mm-hmm. it's beautiful that you chose a word that brings up the right images. Mm-hmm. So now all I believe you need to do, whether it's right now here on this show or whether it's in a couple of days or weeks or perhaps when you're taking a shower tomorrow morning, that's when I come in my, my best ideas. Mm-hmm. What can you tack on to the word concierge Mm-hmm. that people will never forget you again. And perhaps it's more than one word, but it could be something that we are the concierge, but you know, we do what a concierge does mm-hmm. for high net worth people, but we do it for error. Uh, yeah. uh, yes, the kind yes. of... In- That's true because it is having your own mm. 24-7 concierge is a luxury and we bring that to... We bring there you're onto it. We bring the luxury of having a twenty four seven concierge available yes, to you. Absolutely. But to you. Yes. Something like if anybody was in the room with me right now, James is just beaming like <laughs> ears side to side, the the smile. That's the aha. I like something that. like that, then you get people more in a memorable mm-hmm. state of mind okay. and then they can repeat it to somebody else. I met this guy as a concierge, mm-hmm. but for me. And then that might even in, like that. And get them more interested to follow up and find out how can I use this thing. What I tried to do in my intro was to find a common ground yep. and something that everyone, as many people could relate to as possible. Yep. It can work in a travel situation where you know mostly it's business mm-hmm. people, which is probably, I'm guessing, some of your target. But mm-hmm. if it's a vacationing people, obviously mm-hmm. they will have some tech. Mm-hmm. But I I always feel like there's got to be a way that people like you have something so cool and you have a name that you can riff on yeah. to help the memory mm-hmm. recall you that day, that night, the mm-hmm. next day. Right. And more importantly, by doing something like this, you make it easier for people to tell other people what you do. Yes, yes. Because a bot is like, oh, no, not another effing bot. <laughs> you know, bot, oh, God. I've heard that before. Right. Yeah. But a concierge that I can use myself 24-7 that gives me the luxury or the the help or, or immediacy that a, a real personal mm-hmm. concierge would have. Mm-hmm. You know, it's only people like, you know, the rich that can afford those right. kinds of things. But you make that possible for everybody. Yes. That's yes. fun. That's fun. I, like I think that. you can have a lot of fun with that. I, I appreciate that 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 insight because I'm definitely going to take that and and let that stir in my head for a bit, and I will come back with with a better with with, with different uh, approaches to to that pitch. It's more of a hook, or mm-hmm. a, it's not a tagline, mm-hmm. right? That's different. This is more of a a hook that you can use so that the first thing you tell somebody. Mm-hmm. 
generally, and in this case, the word concierge is a very general word around right. the whole world. So you right. c you can use this probably anywhere without mm -hmm. changing it much. Right. That's another reason why I chose this. And yeah. they remember you, mm -hmm. and they can tell other people about you. Excellent. But it just saved you fifty thousand dollars in a <laughs> PR visit, huh? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's that's great. I mean, that's 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 definitely very insightful and. and and uh, there's a lot of room to to play with that word and the brand and, and the, the messaging. Mm -hmm. So I will. So I will it does have a persona. It's it's the words concierge. It's the concierge. Yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I guess I try to think of it as as I want it to be extensible, so right. that to incorporate the brand of whoever wants to use it, so that it's it's something that sits underneath whatever they want to put out. But but it is the same idea that it's always a concierge is always in, in service of uh, their customers. So in that mm -hmm. sense, it is consistent and that there is a persona. You're right. Then it just hit me that I don't like you ever saying the word bot okay. without saying the word concierge bot. Okay. Or whatever your... So so never the word bot by itself. By itself. Okay. You're missing the branding opportunity. That is true. Right? That's right. I, 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 I play around with both. Internally, you can throw the word bot around mm -hmm. when our bot, when our bot, but when you're out in public, I believe mm -hmm. it should be when concierge bot, when our Absolutely. concierge bot. Yes. Unless you have, that's what I was asking you at the very, very beginning. Do you have a persona like, is is its name Corey? Is Corey the concierge bot name persona? I, I, that's what I was getting at at the very, uh -huh, very beginning. Right, right. But since you don't have that, then using concierge bot okay. together would, would satisfy that. Do you think me. that it, do I need to give it a persona? No. Okay. You don't have to, but often a persona can make your product live Okay. In the minds of your users right. and right. investors mm -hmm. and people that know of you in a different way than something like, you know, that doesn't have a persona. Right, right. Especially if there are other bots out there. There are. And there are more and more and yes. more coming. Yes, There's even platforms you can create your own bot mm -hmm. you know, and start from the ground up. Mm -hmm. Yes. But it sounds like you're having a lot of fun. I am. And it's, it's, uh, to me, it sounds amazing that you have this white labeling opportunity for mm -hmm. anybody and everybody who wants to make their own concierge bot, mm -hmm. and uh, white label it as whatever blank concierge mm -hmm. bot. Mm -hmm. That's very cool. Very Thank cool. You. Thank you. Any questions for me? Uh, you mentioned I, I went over. I, I felt like I was, uh, I thought I was within time. I've been timing myself. Could you, do you have any feedback on sort of my presentation? Like, mm. I tend to talk quickly. Uh, is there anything else I could do, like to slow down or to enunciate better or anything like like of that sort? First, I have a question. Sure. Was that rehearsed or was that off the cuff? It was semi-rehearsed. Semi-rehearsed. I just sort of created an outline and just kind of went through what I was going to say so that I didn't just come up here and yeah and uh, freeze. Good. How many times did you go through it? Just be honest. It's like just you five and me. or six times. Okay. If you would have gone through it with a timer mm -hmm. about twice that number of times, like did you time it each time? I did, but I would stop and then I would reset and yeah. then I would just say certain parts. Right. So I probably didn't go through it end to end. Right. That's the problem. Very, okay. So the next time you have to do something like this where you really have a strict clock or if yes. you just want to really nail it in a minute, okay. which all of us really do need because right. there's many <clears throat> situations where you will find yourself, depending on how many speaking opportunities you put yourself in, mm -hmm. where an, an MC might come in and say, ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce you to our three guests here. In fact, um, I, I lost my book. So, uh, James, why don't you tell the audience? Get one minute. Just tell the audience right. about yourself. Right. Having a well-rehearsed but not... Uh, mem it doesn't sound memorized, but it's well rehearsed, right. and it sounds confident. And you say, "Okay, I can tell people who I am, what mm -hmm. I do, why I do it, and mm -hmm. why they should care." So, in your case, 
I felt like in the inside the presentation, mm-hmm. you were taking me into too much of the the product description. Okay. Okay. And in a case like that, in a one minute, if you spend more than 30 seconds on the product, it's too heavy. Right, right. So the opening plus what does the product do for me? If you spend okay. more time on, okay. for example, we have a customer that has 40,000, mm-hmm. you know, 675 okay. of these people that, and they're getting benefit because they can mm-hmm. get their answers to things like, okay. oh, they locked their keys out one Oh, night. I see, I see. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. a great story mm-hmm. that you can say in two sentences. Mm-hmm. One time, one of our one of our uh, end users had locked their keys out of their rental house. Mm-hmm. They went to our concierge bot and said, I locked my keys out. Yep. Next thing you know, a locksmith showed up 30 seconds later. Right. That's what we do. Yeah. You yeah. Know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any questions? <laughs> I, like, I like that. Just, I, I, I think it's hard when you don't have uh, – so when I demo, when I show – it in action on my phone, the product, then it, people get it. Mm-hmm. It's hard to explain verbally what it does without uh, without without that visual. So it doesn't really. That's, I'm sorry. I'm going to call you out. Okay, you're a nice guy. That's just an excuse. Come on. Okay. I mean, you okay. meet people all the time. Sure. You don't need a piece of tech to tell people what a great okay. thing you've created. Mm-hmm. Look at what we've done here. You haven't demoed to me. I want to use your product. <laughs> cool. So don't give me that. Okay. that uh, it's too hard to describe without a demo. That's just BS. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Don't you agree? I agree. I, I agree. mean, it's easier it is, it is when easier. you have a when I can plug this in and put it up there and I'm, show. I'm an I'm an engineer, so I'm oh. more comfortable oh. hiding behind technology. There we go. Yeah. But you're such a friendly gentleman. I don't think you need to hide behind tech. Okay. Just be yourself. Okay. When you talk about it, you use the right words, the right imagery, and I okay. get it. I don't mm-hmm. have to know exactly what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Besides, it's voice. Why do I need a demonstration? I've been using my voice my whole That's life. That's true. Well, it's chat. <laughs> it's chat. So it's text messaging and voice. Okay. Yep. How long have I been using chat? I mean, I, I used Texting. paging back mm-hmm. when paging was paging. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be. That's true. You don't have to demo chat. That's true. Come on. You just have to show me or convince me that I need to try it, mm-hmm. which I do. Yeah. Yes. All right, James. Well, it's been a pleasure to meet you. Thank you, Thank you Nathan. It's been super conversation. I'm glad you've had a couple of ahas here, and I have, I have as well. Absolutely. I've learned something, and I uh, wish you a lot of luck. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time. You've been listening to The Pitch Elevator, and I thank you, our listeners, for giving us part of your day. I want to thank our pitcher, James. This episode was recorded and edited at Women's Audio Mission in downtown San Francisco by Veronica Simonetti, along with Danny Chaparro and Jessica Mao, our assistant engineers. Our producer is Ethan Mayers. Larry Wong and Bradley King are associate producers. Mitchell Tong is our Associate Director of Photography, and Phil Olarte is our webmaster. Check out our website at pitchelevatorshow.com or follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Until next time, and as always, I'm Nathan Gold.